welcome to a Word of Truth Outreach Kingdom Workforce podcast. Got it. And it is an honor and a privilege to be before you again. Uh, I am your host today, Kent Lee, with the host, Barbara Lee, and also my junior host, Michael Scott Lee, Jr. And we are going to try to cover a uh, particular topic or subject that would enlighten us on how we need to be in these up-and-coming days and you know, all that we're up against and all that we are for and all, you name it, we'll claim it. But anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about character and personalities today in the, from, the, a, from a religious uh, spectrum. You wanna... Yeah, I wanted to, to say hello to everyone. Happy summer. Happy summer, Kent. Yeah. Happy summer, MJ. Uh, Happy summer to all, all of you out there who are watching. And don't forget to subscribe and like. Thank you, MJ. Thank you. MJ is a marketing king, that's for sure. Uh, so today I'm excited to be here with MJ and Kent to discuss some things um, that we're, that's near and dear to us because we already know that it's important to have good character and to have a good personality, especially if we're saying that we are Christians, if we're saying that we are our sons and daughters of the most high. If we're saying that we are are a peculiar people. So, you know, um, so, so we, we just want to enlighten you and just share what we know and how, what we see through based on the word, what character is and, uh, yeah, and what having yeah, a good yeah. personality is and what, what the world may be looking for because the word of the Lord says by your fruit, we shall be known. We shall, they shall know us. And there's certain fruits that we should have and certain ways that we should be. Uh, so it's just what it is. You know, if we're going to be anything like who Christ is and, and God who created us in his image. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's true. And, and one thing about character and personality, you know, sometimes we fail to, you know, monitor ourselves when we going through with other people and people are talking to us and people have wronged us. That's the that's the most important time we should keep our minds or our thoughts on ourselves and be mindful of what we say, be careful of what how we act, because you know as Christians we are and, and a lot of you out there are going to agree with me when I say this. A lot of us are under a microscope. Everybody is looking at us and and seeing what kind of person we are, and you know standing in judgment, and you know because some really don't like you because of your anointing. If you're more anointed than them, then they're going to try to find some flaws in you some kind of way. So when you are in the midst of people, just know how you need to act and how you need to talk and, and hold nine yards. You know, because the Bible tells us, let our speech be with grace seasoned with salt so we know how to answer every man. So when you're out there, make sure that you got your mind on you when you're talking to someone because there's someone out there trying to dissect every little thing that you say that they may... Uh, gather something in it that ain't right so they can come back and throw it at you. But anyway, I'm kind of going to start this thing thing off a little bit. And then hopefully Barbara and I and MJ, we're going to come back cross and cross. MJ more or less is going to give us uh, his opinion from a child perspective to tell us what he thinks this means and, and how uh, it is and, and so on and so forth. But anyway, we're going to talk about character and personality. Listen at me carefully now. Most Christians, or should I say religious people, are the best people there is until provoked. Uh-oh. This thing finna get tied in right here. 
We are the best people in the world until we are provoked. One thing we are guilty of, but it, but it don't have any merits based on the word, and that's playing the blame game. No doubt we all going to get ruffled. Our feathers going to get ruffled some way, somehow. There ain't no doubt about that. Somebody going to say something or do something that is not going to sit right with us, and it is going to just take us off the deep end. Then at the end of the day, we're going to try to put blame on, on the situation or the person that caused us to get out of our character and, and show our real personality. Amen. So keep this in mind. If you are a born-again, Holy Ghost-filled believer, it don't matter how badly we are tried by friends, family, bosses, co-workers, church folk, husband, wife, sons, daughters, or in-laws, your car, your house, your pants, your dress, your makeup, your hair, stockings, socks, your ashy legs. Come on here. That should take care of everything and everybody. So when 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 these little situations comes up, all of these that I just named, it shouldn't be a reason for you to get bent out of shape and show the worst side of you. You never have to choose the negative approach for when things come up against you. As we always say, don't get on the wrong side, don't get up on the wrong side of the bed. Come on here, somebody. If this happens, the enemy will create moments all day to make your good be evil spoken of. Come on here, somebody. So you got to watch how you wake up and what you wake up to. I totally agree. How do you feel about that, MJ? Have you ever had days where you feel like you woke up on the wrong side of the bed? Yes, I have. Talk about it, MJ. Well, I know sometimes when you wake up out of bed, you're grumpy, not feeling like yourself. But you just have to get on, get on the right side, and just focus on what's going on and what you want to become when you grow. Now, what happened to you when you woke up on the wrong side of the bed? Well, let's just say I was myself against doing something like being perfect Come on. and then I realized that you don't always have to be perfect just be yourself yeah yeah and that's so true that's so true MJ you don't you don't have to always be perfect because each day we should should strive for for perfection that may becoming better each day you know um and so there's been times whenever I feel like I, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, couldn't get it together that day, and then try to shake it. Uh, most of the time, whenever I wake up on the wrong side of the bed, it is necessary that I pray because I know me. I know me. You know, MJ, and I think prayer is of utmost importance before we start our day. Yes. Yeah, that's good to wake up. To wake up disoriented and pray because that can get you back in line. Yes. Okay. Uh, your good days will never be noticed as much as your bad days. That's mm -hmm. why it's important when you get up to get up on the right side of the bed because if you, as I stated, if you get up on the wrong side of the bed, the enemy has already done a plotted against you. 
He has set so many things in your pathway for that day to make your day even worse. And at the end of the day, as I stated, all it's going to do is make your good be even spoken of. Mm. And they someone that the enemy has planned in your life just to bring out the worst of you. But just know this, your, your good days won't ever be noticed as much as your bad days. That one bad day will, will, will be seen just like the, the, the head of black hair with only one white hair. Come on here now. Isn't it amazing how out of all them black hairs, the white hair is picked out and seen in a person's head? That's how it is with us when we are going through the land being good and being bad. You might be good all your life, but that one bad thing you do is going to be noticed by somebody. Especially by the ones that's looking for excuses not to do something right. Amen. That's how it is for us Christians. That one bad day overshadows all the good. When provoked, we seem to have the personality of what the astronomer says, the spirit of Gemini. They say Geminis have the personality of two people. Do we got any, it got two personalities out there? Come on here now. One day, they are nice and sweet. And the next day, they wake up to be someone totally different. Personally, I don't think what month we are born in has anything to do with our attitudes or our personalities. I just think it's a, it's a choice of you choosing to be that way that day or a fact that you might not be monitoring what you're saying and how you're acting and how you're doing. And last but not least, watching who you in the midst of. Because they, they, they some little camouflage devils in your life that try to act like they saved and portray themselves to be saved. But like I was stating, because you are more anointing, they're trying to find something on you to bring up to somebody else. And they ain't going to talk to you about it. Well, you didn't act right today with so-and-so. They're going to get on the telephone. <laughs> and call somebody, text somebody, or get on Facebook and, and and just post it and say all the things that they know to say about you are bad. I just think I just think we are how we choose to be based on how people or life itself throw itself at us. That's that is. It got nothing to do with what month you're born in. I just think we respond the way people come at us sometimes when we have uh uh, taking all we could take, then we are come to the end of our rope, then we're going to respond the way we respond. And that that is so true. Um, um, but, you know, but when we take on the attitude or the um, take on Jesus Christ, when we take on the his characteristics, you know, we, we should we should be monitoring ourselves because, as you said at the beginning, we are under a microscope, yeah. a scope. And as Christians, that's the expectation. There is an expectation for doing rough times of how we should appear, yeah. how we should act, how we should talk, how we should um, should handle stress, how we should handle anything but the bible says that we are tempted as a common man we tempted just like everybody else you know we we go through just like everybody else you know we're tried on every side just like everybody else and we 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 should know that um the bible will if you read it instead of just just I would say reading someone else. If you read the word, it will show you how to respond. And, and can I want I want to share this real quick. You know, um, God created us in His image. You know, 
He created all of us in his image. In Genesis 1.26, it talked about that. It says, then God said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. That means not so much as to look like him, because truthfully, we've never seen God. But we've seen how he functions, right? We know that he's merciful. That's what we should be. He's patient. That's what we should be. He's forgiving. He's loving. He's a righteous judge. He's always present. He's truthful, consistent, and kind. He made us to function like him. The Hebrew word for likeness means dumuth, functional image. So we should be functioning more like God than anybody else. We should be kind. We should be patient. You know, when we're in his likeness, we know it and others know it. How? By the way we act. Right, MJ? Can someone tell how you are by the way you act? Yes, but we can't be like someone else because they have characteristics and we have characteristics. Right. There's a difference. There is a difference. Not everybody, not everybody the same personalities that is so true everybody has different everybody has different different personalities some like to draw some like to paint some like to paint even some like even some like to draw and paint yeah that, that's true that is so true mj well, i got i got a question though because i remember one time on a podcast you were saying how you had to be in order to teach your brothers things that they might be great like you plan to be. So you said you had to be a good example to them and show them exactly how they needed to be through your life. So how did that turn out? How how's that turn out for you? It was actually a bit of hard work. Okay, tell us I about it. To, okay, first I had to teach Grayson the beginner step of coding. The beginner step of coding since I coded a lot, if you, okay, so if you have a Nintendo Switch, I want you to know that there's this game called Game Builder Garage that you can literally just code on, make your own games, and that game, ever since it came out, almost everyone in the world started getting that game, because it was so popular, and, every, and before Scrap, and before, um, do that explain how you have been a good example for Grayson and your brother? How, how you how you listened to mom? Have you listened to dad? Have you did all the chores that they asked you to do? Have you showed them that you can do the chores? So can they? I have. I know. I know how to um, pack my backpack when I leave, and I also know how to um, watch my book. But keep, keep in mind now, we're talking about character and personality. So you have showed them a perfect character and a perfect personality that they might do good and listen to mom and dad and do everything that they're supposed to do. Okay. Okay. All right. That's, that's important. That's important, MJ. It is important. Yeah, because, MJ, this is what I do know. Some watch your personality or your character and your brothers may watch your personality and character, and they may respond the same way you do. Just as Opa and Gigi, people may watch us and respond the same way we do. So we have to be careful 
because we're Christians to make sure we respond the way that's pleasing in the sight of the Lord. Do you understand? So that's that's what that's what that's what this is this is all about. This podcast is all about making sure that we're living and exemplifying the personality and characteristics uh, that that's pleasing in the sight of God. That's right. Being a being a good example, MJ. That that's important. You know why? Listen to this. It's been said we might be the only book that someone might read, or the only direction or instructions that someone might use to form their own life. What will someone see in you twenty four seven? Will they see the best you or the worst you? Or the Gemini version of you. When ticked off, excuse me, pissed off, or simply made mad, we will say anything, do almost anything, cuss, fight, lie, and no, and who knows what else. If the truth be known, most of us need to get back on the potter's wheel. What that means is we need to get back and be fixed because we don't show the attitude that we need to show as a Christian. We don't show the attitude or the personality of someone that's trying to be an example. So we need to get back on the potter's wheel. Because if we are the only book or the only direction or instruction someone's going to see, then we got to show them perfection. You said it's not important to be perfect, but yeah, it is, especially when someone is banking on to live a good life, but yet and still may not pick up their Bible, may not understand what the Bible is saying. So maybe they just fashion you out of the crowd and decided to follow you and look at and see what kind of things you've done. Or are you going to do right as a Christian because it was told that you was a Christian? So someone is going to continue to look at your life, my life, and her life to make sure that we are doing everything that we need to do. But still, there are people out there that try to find the wrong in you, like I was saying about the white hair and the black head. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't matter how we are treated by someone, it, it don't license us to get out of character or allow our personality to change. Listen at this. Proverbs 4, 23 through 27. 23 says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, mm. for out of it are the issues of life. So what it's saying here, MJ, if you do something, you know, like say, for instance, you talk back. And you come and say, well, later on you come back and say, well, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to talk back. If you if you talk back, that means you wanted to talk back. It was in you to talk back. And listen, listen to what I'm going to say through some of this, and you'll get exactly what I'm saying. Okay, it says, um, well, out of your heart, is the, it comes out the issue of life. Put away from thee a forward mouth and perverse lips. Put far from thee. Let thine eyes look right on and let thy eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove thy feet from evil. So no matter how saved you are, and how saved we say we are, if your heart ain't right, your actions won't be easy. Come on, here's somebody. Mm. So your heart got to be right in order for your actions to be right. Mm. Are Are you understanding me? Now, if you got the right heart, it will not allow you to do some of the things that you got to apologize for. It will, it will allow you to think before you say something. It will allow you to think before you respond in a certain way. So if, 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 if your heart ain't right, the actions inside of us ain't right either. 
Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, with the heart uh, not being right, that could be, you know, you know, uh, sometime, especially when it comes to youth, they're in training. So therefore, you know, MJ is in training and mm-hmm. becoming a that that wonderful man, that wonderful young man that he needs to be. So, you know, we all have to make sure that we are training even our children to have a good personality. Mm-hmm. Not just through words, not just by saying, You better be good, yeah. you better be nice. No, we need to be good. And we need to be nice so we could be a good example, right? How do you feel about that, MJ? Don't you think that's important that not only I tell you to do what's right, but I do what's right? I'll show you. Amen. Yeah. Also, I just want to say this. If you have something to mean to say it, if you have something mean to say, just keep your lips sealed. Amen. Amen. Amen, bro. That's true. Amen. That is so true, MJ. That is so true. See, a, a lot of you might say, I do get mad, but not all the time. <laughs> the character, uh, God, now, now please get this. God's ways are not part-time. The character or personality he wants us to showcase can't be either. We can't be up and down with our attitudes. And like, like I said, if he's looking at me and so, well, I, I want to be like Opa. You know, then he see me on my good day, and then he see me on my Gemini day, and I show him everything that he don't need in his workbook. He's going to turn out and be something totally different because I didn't show him what was right. But nine times out of ten, it was in my heart. Matthew's thir- Matthew 12, 34 through 37 says, O generation of Bible, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak it. So that's what I was saying. If you say something, it was in your heart to say. I don't care how many times you say, well, I didn't mean that. If it comes forth, it was in your heart to say. Now, if you got a problem with that, you see God. Verse 35 said, a good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringing forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringing forth evil things. That's something mm-hmm. to think about. But I say unto you, that every idle word that man shall speak, they shall give an account thereof in the day of judgment. And verse 37 says, For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. So you better think twice before you say something or before you do something. Exemplify that character and that personality that's going to elevate someone and not not uh, allow them to use what you say and how you act to turn them down somewhere in the long run. Amen. I'm going to say this here, then I'm going to turn, then I'm going to let Barbara go uh, go her route. Listen, start saying words to someone that's mean and might hurt someone's feelings, and then you say you didn't mean to say that. Verse 34 again says, it was in your heart, so your mouth spoke. (coughs) That means it was meant to be said, it came from your heart, and it convinced your brain that your mouth needed to say it. Come on here now. So, Think twice, and, and that can help things. Just like MJ was saying, if you got something mean to say or something bad to say, just keep your mouth shut. But sometimes we cannot do that. We got to speak anyway. But anyway, don't let your heart convince your brain that it needs to say something that it shouldn't. And don't, and don't listen to what others say either. That's right, MJ. That is so true. You know, in my in my studying about this, you know, the Lord gave me several different things. Um, uh, because we're going because we're supposed to function 
the way God does. And when we say we're, we want to be in his image and he, he created us in his image. So that meant that he wanted us to function like him. Mm-hmm. And so I was reading in Colossians 3 and 10, it says, and since you have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him, therefore ye aren't functioning like him. You are malfunctioning, which means Uh-oh. failure to function properly, defect, a flaw. So when we become Christians, we become a whole new person. I, I, of course, we know what that old personality and those old things we used to do, they still linger. But what we have to do is constantly, daily, denounce them. Crucify that flesh, can Yeah, crucify that flesh. Because if it don't, you're going to have a malfunction. Yeah. There's going to be a malfunction now. Yeah. Yeah. If you we continue to walk in the flesh, if we continue not to read, to pray, and submit ourselves to God and resist the devil, you know, we, we're going to continue to malfunction. And so whenever I talk, when I say the word likeness, I mean we resemble. We are, re- we are a reproduction of the Father. And we are we are we're somewhat what you would call a clone. When you think of the word clone, MJ, you know what that means? Yes. Tell me what you think a clone is. It means a copy of you. A copy of you. So that's exactly right, MJ. So if I if I am to be a copy of somewhat like the functions of God, I should be acting just like him, just shouldn't like, I? Like yeah. I, I should like those if all those things I said earlier, truthful, consistent, a righteous person, loving, forgiving, and patient. I should be possessing all of those characteristics. And and, and even in, in Romans 12 and 2, um, Paul had told the Roman church, he said, now listen, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. That means changed by the renewing of this, your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It's the will of God that we do right. It's the will of God that we be good. So, going on to say, how do we function like him? Got a few tips for you. We know our location. What does that mean? We know that we see are seated in heavenly places. That means that we know the power that we have. That means that whenever we whenever trying times come, we don't just uh, allow that whole situation to overtake us. We know that we got the power to denounce things whenever things come to try us. The word of the Lord says in Ephesians 2 and 6, and have raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Listen, made us sit. Now, if you are not operating or uh, in his likeness, it's because you chose not to. Because right here in Ephesians, the word of the Lord says, it's a, this is a supernatural thing. Whenever we say we're going to be in his image. Well, that means that we we decided, we made up in our mind that we're going to do good. Aren't there, aren't there sometimes, MJ, you just feel like, I'm going to do good. I've got to do good. Yes. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like I have to do good. I mean... Sometimes do do good. Yes, yes, exactly. You should, you should, MJ. Why? Because you have people looking at you. What about your teachers? Don't they expect you to do good? Yes, they do. I'm sometimes, I'm sometimes a handy helper in school. I give. Sometimes I even give young children advice. Yes. Okay. Wow. That's, That's good, good, MJ. 
That's good to give advice. You don't tell them, listen, skip, run uh, up and down the hallway. You're not going to tell them that when you say you give them good advice, what does that mean, MJ? T- tell me about what's good advice. What does that mean? I sometimes tell, I told this five-year-old on her birthday I saw at the park, her friend kept running away from me. I kept telling her, well, well, if you, if you have a friend running away from her, running away from you, just, if ju- and they keep running away from you, just, just focus on what you're, just focus on your future. Don't, don't listen to them. And I said, I sometimes. I had a friend that sometimes just kept running away from me. I and I didn't feel like I felt like he just didn't want to talk to me that day. And I told and I told her that it's it's fine, but just focus on the future. Okay. All right. So another thing, MJ, thank you for sharing that. Another thing that if we're going to function like him, we must know the authority we possess over all unclean spirits. To the disciples, it was stated in Matthew 10 and 1, and when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power over uh, against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. If we're going to function like him, we got another power we possess. And not only that, is that in Acts, Acts um, 1 and 8, uh, that once you receive the Holy Spirit, he said, you shall receive power and shall be my witness. And another way we can function like him is how we respond and when we respond. The Bible says, let your speech, you already said this, Ken, be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man, Colossians 4 and 6. There are times things come up in our lives and we got to pause. Sometimes we need to pause before we say anything. Because the enemy always wants us to do something quick, say something quick. You know what I'm saying? And so if we're going to have the personality of Christ or, or we're going to walk in the image of God, we got to learn how to make sure that our speech is with grace. That's with favor. Season with salt. And whatever we're going to say is preserved, is going to preserve them. It's going to be something good that they need. That, that we may not have to, have to, we may not have to answer every man. And what else? Another thing that we know that he that we are in his likeness. We got to know this in mind that he's always with us. He already said in his word in Matthew 28 and 20. He said, lo, I'm with you always, even until the end of the world. And we know he will teach us. Why? How do we know? Because Jesus, when he died, he said, I'm a senior comforter. He said, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I, whatsoever I, shall, I shall have said to you. So what, do we te- what will the Holy Spirit teach us? How to respond. How to respond to others. How to treat others when angry, afraid, or hurt. How to forgive. How to pray through. How to love in spite of. How to war in the spirit. How to do whatever you must for the glory of God. See, what we must realize that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. I just want to say, you know, in, you know, as I close out, this is that it's important that we make no provisions for the flesh. Because when we decide that we're going to handle the matter, you know, MJ, sometimes there be there are times when we say, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to make it happen. 
what we need to learn to do is humbly say, Lord, help me to make things happen. Show me the way that I should go and show me the people I need to hang around. Show me what to partake in and what not to partake in. Because at the end of the day, what's most important is what the Lord would have us to do. Yeah, don't fight fist to fist. Fight calm. Just say, just say it calmly. Don't, don't try to be. Just don't try to be fist, fist, fist to fist like Martin Luther King Jr. He did not fight. He just. He just went on calmly and said, and made us and gave him his own speech and gave his own speech to all those black people. And in the future, if, if Martin Luther King Jr. hadn't made that speech, we went. I would have never seen Opal. All right, now. Okay. All right. Yes, and so I just want to leave this 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 uh, chapter in scripture with you. It's Second Timothy, uh, twenty one through twenty six. It says, "If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Flee also youthful lusts, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart." But foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do gender strifes. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves. If God preadventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. And I just wanted to say, I wanted to say that because we got to, we got to make sure that we're forever monitoring ourselves. We have to monitor ourselves to make sure that we are being the way we need to be. You know, sometimes we, we get too free. We too free willing saying anything, doing anything. And and God is not pleased with that. We need to monitor ourselves and, 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 and calm ourselves because one thing I do know is that it is the Lord's will that we be a good example in the earth. Amen. You know, we all would be okay if we was was by ourselves. It's just like playing a ball game. <laughs> and you're the only one that's you, – the offense and the defense and you both teams. You wouldn't have, uh, have no competition to, to win the game. It would be automatic. And that's like us in our lifestyle, in our walk, and what we do when we are gathering. If we was around anybody, we would we would be okay. We wouldn't get bent out of shape. We always would say the right things, always do the right things, and never have no problem. But isn't it amazing how circumstances and situations change us in the heat of the moment? No matter how many times we say that we are sorry for what you say or how you acted towards someone, it might be forgiven by the person, but it's never forgotten. They will always remember that that. That, that little something that you left with them that put that sour taste in their mouth because of how you acted or something that you said. They will always view us as an unstable Christian. Now listen at this. So, so that tells them that you are a double-minded person. Hmm. Why? Because James, James said that. And, and, and it's amazing how sometimes that uh, center people are, 
Uh, some people that don't even read the Bible know more about the Bible, know more about how you need to be than you do. It's, it's amazing. James 1 and 8 says, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Don't damage your godly reputation with your out-of-control character. Mm, Come on here, somebody. Mm, mm. Unsaved or unconcerned people will always look for excuses not to serve God. Mm. And when we get off on the deep end, that's what's going to come up. You know how it is. Mm. Well, if being saved like that, I don't want none of it. If being, serving Jesus like that, I don't want to be a part of it. But it's because of, of something we did out of character. Amen. Most of us will make mistakes uh, on our rare form days and, re and, and, and record these moments and play them back. We like to quote the word to the sinner man about another word believer. In other words, you like to tell or uh, say something about another Christian around a sinner man about what that Christian ain't doing. I'm talking about the ones that's going around trying to uh, bring somebody down because they're more anointed than you, they're jealous, they get more uh, invitations than you to preach at a church and you ain't getting them, so you mad. So you're going to try to end that some kind of way by saying some negative stuff. Don't realize, y'all, we in this thing together. You can't downtrod your your brother or your sister simply because we in the race to do the same thing. Doesn't matter. Am I jealous of anyone that speaks more than me? No. As long as the word of God is getting out, that's what's important. So keep that in mind. Be careful what you say around a sinner person because they'll use it. The Bible says, feed not that which is holy to the dogs, and at least they turn around and rend you with it. Oh, my. That means they'll use that against you. Amen. Amen. And um, they know how you be. When you witness to them about giving their life to the Lord, that's when uh, what little word they have that they picked up from your bashing over another sister or brother will come out. Mm. Whenever you're trying to lead them to God, that's when your bad moments will come up to them. Keep in mind again, they're looking at excuses not to accept God. So <clears throat> allow your character to be on full force, as Barbara was stating all through her speaking, like the Lord. Let your character it's be like, like Jesus. Let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Yes. Just be what you have to be and be careful and think twice of what you're about to say. So as we end this session, make sure that your character and your personality be on point. Because someone is looking. And I'm not just talking about just <coughs> for today. If you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, get back in the bed. Pray, then get out of the bed. Hopefully God has dispatched the angel right there to clear up that cloudy mind of yours that you can go forth and be a productive citizen in an unproductive society. Thank you, Jesus. Anything y'all would like to say? If not, we're going to close out this session. This has been another WOT Outreach Kingdom Workforce podcast with your host, Kent Lee, Barbara Lee, and Aunt Michael Scott Lee Jr. We are so happy and pleased to be in your midst today. I hope something that has been said <laughs> are done that will allow you to be better in the days ahead. Thank you again for tuning in, and we will be here again. Same time, same station. And again, uh, MJ, tell them what they must do after they see this this podcast. You must, you must, like Opa said, 
if you if you get up on the wrong side of the bed, you get back in, pray, and get and get back out. Amen. Also, also, if you think you're alone in the fog, you're not. God is also there. Come on here, brother. Come on here, brother. Amen. So tell them to like, like, subscribe, and hopeful and and if give this video a big thumbs up if you liked it. Amen. Well, we're out. Have a blessed one. And thank you for watching. We're out.